Hello, all, and welcome back to another episode of the Man to Man NBA show. It's a playoff episode. It's an almost conference finals episode. It's a great episode. I can tell you already, and we haven't even recorded it yet. And it's a great episode because we have all the boys back today. We have a little three-man we running today, just like the good old days. Everybody's happy to be here. We're going to do a little game seven Sunday recap. Grizzlies, Sixers, Bucks, and one more team we have not figured out yet. You'll know by the time this comes out, we don't, are all heading to Cancun to enjoy their off seasons while four more move on into the conference finals, which we'll preview a little bit and more. That's what you got coming in today's episode. But before we get cooking on all that, I have a very special partner to tell you about, and it's Bet Online. You've heard it already multiple times. We're going to keep selling them because they are a great group. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports information. Find all the latest sports developments, including updated odds on the NBA playoffs. Hey, less games with every day. That means you got to know more about the games that are happening. Get you some money up. You know, UFC fights, big fight night on Saturday, crazy things happening. Next season's futures, get your money up on those already. And do not forget about the MLB season in full swing. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sports wagering needs, including live betting in your favorite Vegas casino and poker games. Little blackjack here and there. You never know. Maybe hit a couple 21s and go up $100 real quick and then put that on a future. So that's what you can do with Bet Online. It's super easy to get started. So head to the website today. Or use your mobile device to join and use our promo code BELIEVE. That's B-L-E-A-V to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. B-L-E-A-V. Get 50% on your first deposit to help you get started betting. That's a bet online where the game starts. And now that you know exactly where to bet, let's talk about these things you will be betting on that you have bet in the past. Andy, Hoopstar Nash, how we feel about these games, boys? I was going to give you the floor. You've been absent last week, so I was going to, you know, open the floor to young Twessington if he wants to, you know, get anything off his chest or, you know, got any new news for us. What's good with you? It's, it's yeah, good man, to hear appreciate your voice. Y'all, appreciate y'all. We haven't been together in like a month. I feel like it's like a, a love triangle that's just trying to piece its way back together and make that triangle again. So it looks like we're all back. Uh, y'all killed it on the episode last week, man. Appreciate y'all doing that. Love listening to it when I'm not on it, you know? I'm like, oh, that was good, man. So uh, tune into the motherfucking boys, all right? Uh, what else happened, man? Um, nothing betting. I mean, I'm betting on the games today. I don't know. I kind of went on a rant. I don't know if you guys saw it on the IG. Uh, Celtics minus five and a half. Obviously, minus 2,800. You know, you nuke that shit. You trust the boys who try to put some greenery in the wallet. And then uh, we're going to take Suns minus five and a half. So not sure how y'all are feeling about that. Game sevens, two best words. Uh, in sports history, no matter what sport it is. But uh, now I'm chilling, dude. I'm chilling. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think, man. Someone told me to stop stop calling girls birds. So that's kind of what's been up with me. That's like the update. I've been saying birds, birds. are like, stop, dude. You ain't, you know, that's not going to get you anywhere closer to to uh, what the uh, the mission is. So I don't know what y'all think. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad. Is. Is, I'm glad somebody else said it, so I didn't have to. But someone put my ass in check real quick, man. Someone put my ass in check real quick. It's like, all right, dude, whatever. Uh, besides that, though, nothing, man. Nothing really. Just trying to breathe out here, dog. You know, crawfish boil yesterday, and everything else is good. How y'all doing? JP, how you feel? How you living? Actually, why? That's why are you real- not answering this? 
No, no, Liam. Why are you? No, it's your turn now. Why are you not? <laughs> oh, answering? it's my turn. Oh, I'm doing good, man. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just grinding it out, getting a couple extra hours of, uh, of work in every week. Um, but yeah, I, I don't, I don't have much to report. You know, I, I'm just kind of grinding it out right now. Are we missing anything, JP? You, you, you miss college clearly. You know, I went back down, saw – so I, I graduated last year. A lot of my buddies graduated this year. I went down to the great Clemson University, the outstanding Clemson University, and spent a good 48 hours there. It was a blast. A lot of time in an old Tiger Town Tavern, uh, one of my favorite establishments on earth. Played a little golf, got to see the boys complete college. It was, it was a great day, and I, I did miss it. I missed it dearly. I didn't realize how much I missed it until I was back there, and – uh it was a great time, and I got to watch the uh, the Warriors-Grizzlies game. I mean, I watched most of the games either with friends or at a bar, but I watched the entire Grizzlies-Warriors game in a bar called Backstreets. I'll tell you all more about it later, but it was a great time. So I'm, I'm, I'm just excited to be back with a little three-man episode here and get to talk about some hoop with, with, some, with some good gentlemen here. And, yeah, I, I, we're no longer – the Birds is no longer man-to-man approved. We're not, we're not using Fine. birds anymore. All right, well, tarps off. That's the next one. Let's let's <laughs> let's run it though. I'm gonna put on my Eclipse glasses and kind of get in the zone here. If that's cool with you guys. It, it did how much of those run yet back in 2016? Uh, I think they were free 99. You know, try to protect everyone's eyes from the sun. The, uh, oh, yeah. the eclipse. With the eclipse or the ellipse? The eclipse. 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 No, that was <laughs> wild, man. It was a, it was Sometimes a wild you time. don't. Sometimes. Sometimes you don't even know if life is even real, man. But let's run it. Let's run it for sure. These are for all the birds out here. Let's go. All the birds, baby. Of course, you're referring to the flying birds, you know, the ones up in the sky where you were looking for the eclipse, of course. Let's get into it, baby. All right. So first series to end in round two was Heat Sixers. The Heat sent the 76ers home in six games. Uh, We talked a little bit about it last week, Hoop how James Harden was not performing up to standard and it was hurting the Sixers. Uh, Joel Embiid was back for most of the series and did make a difference. But I think we would all agree this series from pretty much the first jump was Heat's to lose, and they did not. They did. They played great ball when they needed to, to finish it out. Um, James Harden had a good game. He had a 31-point game, led to a Sixers victory, and then had two stinkers back-to-back. And then in the exit interview said – we did not get me the ball enough, basically, is what he said, as one of the primary ball handlers on the team. So, Hoop, I'll send it to you because you were so passionate about this last week. We'll talk about the Heat winning and how good they've been, but before we do that, we should talk about the team that is gone. Uh, what did you see in the 76ers these last two games of the series that made them go from, you know, hey, this team's actually starting to put it together and compete to actually, no, they're going home just like we thought they would. Right. I think it, I mean, obviously, James Harden is the biggest, you know, storyline around that, I guess, idea of what the 76ers, you know, wanted to do this year. And it is, it's on James Harden's shoulder. You make a trade, you, James Harden obviously gets where he wants to be. Um, But when Tyrese Maxey is the best player on the, on the floor for your team, nothing to take away from Maxey because he's, he's good and he's, you know, he's just a little bit young. He's still kind of trying to work into kind of the, his role. And I don't know, I kind of compare him to, you know, a, a Jordan Poole or somebody like that for the Warriors, kind of f- figuring out what his actual role and his, you know, career would look like. But if he's the best player on your floor or on the team for you, 
I mean, that's crazy. So James Harden, I mean, at the end of the day, you you complain about not getting a ball and not getting enough shots. But when you only take what? I think you only took two shots in that elimination game in the fourth quarter. I mean, what are we talking about? I mean, if you're a ball-dominant player, you have the ball in your hands. I know he's maybe got a step slower in terms of just conditioning-wise and not being able to get the shots. But at the end of the day, you can create your shot if you're an NBA player. It might not be the best shot, but you can get shots. You can throw them up there, and if they you know, go in, great. Then we can have that conversation. Oh, he took 25 shots and only made five, but at least you took them, you know, and the conversation yeah. would be would have been a lot different. Um, obviously, Joel B getting banged up and coming back is a, you know, I mean, it's just a tough look, but at the same time, it's kind of what I said. I mean, it's just all on James Harden, and we'll see what they, you know, how his demeanor changes and if he's going to be more of a, a scoring guard next year and kind of take it personally. But he can't go and start complaining about not shooting the ball or not getting enough touches when you bring the ball down to the court every time. So it's kind of sad because I am a Sixers fan, but I don't know about you. You are not a Sixer fan, bro. I mean, I had a future on the it, Sixers, but no, bro. I do like no. Joel Embiid, so I kind of no. You don't, dog. <laughs> I don't know how you feel about that series, but I'm I'm glad it's over because it. I mean, it should have been over sooner. I feel like maybe five games, just the way that the 76ers were playing. But it is what it is. Yeah, I mean, Harden. What did Bomani Jones say? They traded Ben Simmons just for Harden to only shoot two shots in the second half. Uh. Yeah, game six. Yeah, they came out. 8-0 run. Jimmy Butler played well. Uh, they ended up being up 20 in the fourth quarter. Uh, Miami's defense, different breed, like we always say. And um, there's really no excuse. Um, you know, Embiid, yeah, a little banged up. But other guys, you want to you wanna see them step up if Harden's not playing to maybe the, the level that he should be. And I don't know if Harden will be that same guy that we've seen in Houston. That uh, he's just getting older and who knows what he's going to do. But you're there looking for him to be that playmaker in game six besides Embiid. As the first season together, you know, he got traded in the middle of the season, so we'll see what happens next season. But, I mean, the Heat just have this run right now. Obviously, Hero. Uh, Butler's playing out of his mind. You know, they need to play Duncan Robinson, too. I'm not understanding why they're, they're paying him $90 million for four years. We'll see what happens there. Uh, but yeah, I mean, the Heat, are, the, the Heat were just clearly the better team and, and uh, the healthier team in this series. So, um more or less expected. I do want to. I do want to bring up this storyline that I I saw. Um, the the whole rebuild in Philadelphia. It started, and it it may damn near end with Jimmy Butler. So Jimmy Butler obviously was there with Embiid. They lose in Toronto, right? I think that was yeah, yeah. They mm-hmm. that was a start. I'm trying to think if there was something before that. So but they're, they're, at the end of the yeah. day, but at the end of the day, it started with Jimmy Butler. They moved him. Now Jimmy Butler pretty much put his stamp, averaging what twenty eight points in this series, and pretty much said, "You shouldn't have let me go. You shouldn't have did all this rebuild or whatever you wanted to, you know, believe in the process from the 76ers, you know, front office or whatever that movement mm-hmm. is, is." So I mean, he pretty much started it, and then he's going to end it. He ended it, and we don't know what future will hold with James Harden how he'll play out but it's just like why 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 go through all that when you could have had this player on your team 
You know what I mean? So that's kind of something to bring up. Sorry, JP, for cutting you off there, but go ahead. No, you're good. And you're right. So, I mean, I, depending on how far back you look, you can say this Sixers rebuild started like with the hinky era process, but right. you, we obviously none of us were in the front office of the Sixers when this was going down. But if you listen to Jimmy Butler and the way he talks about it, in some fashion, they chose other guys over Jimmy Butler when it sounded like Jimmy wanted to stay in Philadelphia after, you know, the heartbreaking loss in Toronto. You had a team that very easily could have won a championship. You just get blown out by the, or you get beat by the eventual champions. And then you choose not to bring back Jimmy Butler. And then he goes and, and dominates your entire team in, in, a, in mm. a seven game series where that only took six. It's, mm. it's a, it's, it's not good for Sixers, for the Sixers fans, for the Sixers front office. And I talked to one of my best Sixers friends just this weekend about what he thinks as the James Harden future. And he's very in tune to what's going on with the Sixers all the time. He thinks that it needs to be a two year deal. You, they said, honestly, we can max him for two years. The salary cap will be fine, but he does not want him any longer after two years. So I wow. think Sixers fans at this point, they're willing to ride the Harden experience out a little bit longer just because you got to squeeze every ounce of Joel Embiid's prime you have because as great as he is, he's injury prone. Seven foot three guys don't typically have incredibly long storied careers in the NBA, especially not with Joel Embiid's injury past. And right. the Sixers, the, the, the window is not very big. So I, I understand why he would want this Sixers team to go at close to all in and at least try to ride the James Harden trade, but it's definitely scary. Uh, the Heat are awesome. They've they've been awesome all year. Uh, Jimmy Butler in the playoffs is is probably, if not the best player left in the playoffs, the second best player in the playoffs right now, for, just by this these season's play alone. So yeah, I I think this Heat team. We'll talk about uh, Luca. Interesting. It don't even don't argue with me that Jimmy Butler is better than Luka Doncic, Andy. We can get into it later, but I don't want to hear interesting. Right when I. You didn't even let me cook on that take before you said interesting. Steph, no, Steph no, Curry, no, I, I, no, I just don't think – I just, I don't know if – yeah, Luka is like the top dog in the playoffs right now. Luka is the second best player in the NBA behind Giannis, and Giannis just got kicked out. Ah. Jason Tatum. Yeah, Tatum. Luka Doncic <laughs> is better than every player you all have said so far, and it's, it's not close. But in the yes. playoffs, like in the playoffs right now, bro, like I don't know. Who has had a better playoffs – Besides Jimmy Butler, than Luka Doncic this season. No, no, you, no playoffs. playoffs. This this playoffs, yeah. <sighs> Game six, Clay. Radio <laughs> silence. That's crazy. <laughs> Luka, no, all right. I'll get into it later. I'm not ready to cook on that yet. But as uh, I was saying, interestingly enough, Jimmy Butler has been awesome, and I think this Heat team into the Eastern Conference Finals, although hoop. I'll throw it to him a little bit later about it. Does not feel as keen. Just a little preview for the future. But I really like this Heat team, and I can see him definitely competing for finals. Yeah, I mean, this is this is what it is. None of the teams that are left, I feel like, are just outstandingly better than one other team right mm. now. You know what I mean? And I know we'll get into kind of like some you know previews of the the game seven tonight, which we're recording. Um, beforehand, um, Golden State, I don't think is leaps and bounds better. Um, 
than, you know, Phoenix or Dallas right now. Um, we'll see how the next series kind of – they've been building momentum for sure, but they're not leaps and bounds um, better right now. And I would have said it was the Suns that were the best team. Obviously, that was kind of my take for a while. But the the fight that Dallas has put up, I, I think kind of you have to step back. Yeah, you have to step back and be like, maybe they're not as dominant. The only team which we just kind of finished talking about was the Heat. The Heat are the only team that you could look like and be like, they might be the best complete team. I don't think the Celtics are the best, you know, leaps and bounds better than any other team left. So it's kind of, you know, I don't know. It's it's a good I don't I don't know what else to say. It's kind of hard to make a prediction. So um, well, this is what we're talking about here, bro. The team that has the easiest way to make it to the finals, right? And are we all agreeing that it's the Warriors had the easiest road to the finals? They so far they had uh, <laughs> I mean yeah. I the Grizzlies were are, were a good team. They I mean Nuggets. I mean they had the Nuggets first round, which right. come on. That's no, pretty the, easy. Yeah. And yeah. then uh, and then in a jawless Memphis team, that's pretty easy too. You know what I mean? So. And then yeah, like you said, I thought <laughs> hey, the Mavs and the Suns are both really good right now. We'll get into it in a little bit later. But if the Mavs pull this out and the Warriors had to go through Nuggets, the Jawless Grizzlies, and then this Mavs team to make it to the finals, <laughs> that would that would be a pretty crazy road to the finals. But we'll talk about it later because we but we will talk about this Warriors series with the Grizzlies. Uh, we'll jump into that right now. We got. I will say one one last thing on that. I'm so sorry, JP. Okay. Um, Joel Embiid just got to stop flopping, man. You're gonna hurt your own players like he did. All right. Tired of a seven foot guy just <laughs> flopping everywhere. He's got to get that the calls. Tore your teammates. Tore your teammates ACL, bro. Like that's just not cool, dog. No one touched him on that play either. May have that's may have ended may have ended Danny Green's career. It, it was a bad. Yeah. It was bad. Just but, fucked up. Man. Yeah, that, that one's tough. I, I do think that's something that Joel Embiid, even though it's part of his game, I think that's what this offseason that they will take into account when they're working with him. Because also, when you're that tall, when you're falling to the ground constantly, that's not good for your body. Like, he, he, you're taking the hits already. If you take the hit and then add going to the ground, that's something that they, they just adds up over the course of a season. So I do agree with you, Andy. That, that needs to be worked on. Gotcha. Fuck me, dude. All right, so the Warriors, the Golden State Warriors specifically moving on to the Western Conference Finals. Uh, game five, not really sure what happened. They got beat by 100, but then they came back and took care of business in game six to end the series. Uh, they got to do it on their home floor, which was pretty cool. And uh, mm-hmm. they now – now here's a, a big deal about this Suns-Mavs series, whichever way it goes. If the Suns win, they will then have home court advantage. Phoenix got to go through the valley. If the Mavs mm-hmm. win – the Warriors get home court advantage back in Oakland where they've been really, really good for a long time. Well, again, we'll talk more about it later, but if you're a Warriors team, you're probably rooting hard for the Mavs to win tonight. I would say the biggest thing about this Warriors-Grizzlies series, which we already talked about, it was the jogging hurt. I'm not sure it changed what would have been the eventual result, but it definitely made the games a little bit less interesting, a little bit less exciting. Uh, this Warriors team, when they're firing on all cylinders, game six clay, Steph shooting the ball, Steph shooting the lights out, finishing well at the rim. Kevon Looney grabbing 23 rebounds on his Dennis Rodman stat lines. It was crazy. Game six was awesome. Uh, it was the one I was watching the bar where the place was going crazy and, and nobody there was even Grizzlies or Warriors fans. That's how fun it was. Um, I, I love this series and I love to see the Warriors moving on. 
it's great to see that they, they kind of feel like the old guard nowadays, like this Warriors team. I still get mm. it done. I'll pass it to Andy first. Andy, what do you think of the series? And then also, I guess I'll just toss it up. If Ja is healthy, are we seeing a game seven? Are we seeing a Grizzlies win? Tough to say. It's tough to answer because a couple of things on this series. One, big Grizzlies fan over here. Obviously rooting for him uh, being from Tennessee. Liam, we had this conversation about Ja Morant earlier in the season, I believe. Um, it was either this season or last. Guys, he's still just too wild. And I think we had this conversation last. I got to look at you. I'm sorry. Um, too wild, you know, and it's still doing it. You know, he's still just trying to jaw on everybody. And um, he just got to slow down because this will happen. We've seen it happen. I don't know about you guys. I personally didn't think Jordan Poole's intention was to hurt jaw. I don't think it was a bad play. I think it was a basketball play. I honestly didn't even see what really happened. But people are saying that he grabbed his knee or something. I don't know. Maybe you all have a take on that. Um, Ja just went too crazy. And then it's hard to say that um, would they have beaten or, like, had a better chance? Yes, because it's Ja Morant. But they went, like, what, 20 and 5 or some shit? Like, I don't even know what. Without Ja Morant. Um, They should have won game four. Dylan Brooks sold game four, up one, shooting a three with like a minute left. That dude, you got to get him off the squad, all right? You got to get him off the squad. He's also shooting and not following through. If you watch his shot, it's like this, like he's pushing the ball. It's it's garbage. It's not his game. Uh, Mr. Fundamentals over there. (laughs) You just watch how he shoots, bro. It's like he's not even – At least from basketball got to you, boy. Yeah, hold on now. (laughs) And then, like his game is to, to take it in. You know, do his thing, drive, play defense. It's not threes, man. Uh, Jaron Jackson, your game is not threes as well, brother. I'm sorry, you're seven foot, seven feet tall. Let's uh, let's post up a little bit. Um, and then last thing I'll say about that, we saw the rebound situation the entire series. They couldn't get boards to save their life. You know, board man, board man, not getting paid for the Grizzlies. So yeah, I mean, all those things add up. Uh, inexperienced team, no jaw. Um, it's playoffs. You you want jaw? You need jaw and. Um, yeah, little things like closing out games. So, I mean, something to learn from. But uh, shout out Grizz for a great series, nonetheless. Yeah, I'll touch on this. Obviously, Ja, we, I touched on it last week a little bit. Ja played three games in this series. I mean, he pretty much averaged 40 points. And when you lose that with a team that is so young, like the Grizzlies, um, I was just glad to see kind of some some grit and grind. I know the, the series late got a little more chippy. Um, I know that was a big like conversation about um, just the gameplay itself. Everything seemed a little bit more playoff like um, when Ja went out because the Memphis Grizzlies had an opportunity to pretty much fold and just lose out um, and just kind of roll over. But they, you know, stuck in there and, and gave a game and blew. I mean, they blew the Warriors out by what they were up by 55 at one point in the game or 56 at one point in the game. That mm-hmm. could have been, you know. If you look at it and they you you ask the question, could they have won that you know the series with Jaw? If they had Jaw and they did that, I don't know if Jaw would have let them go back to a game six and like totally like just release the. I felt like in game six, every like everything was kind of like the pressure that the Grizzlies were putting on the Warriors kind of all took a step back a little bit. You know, the mm-hmm. Warriors kind of just. This is the Warriors that we know that been to, you know, finals for four straight years or whatever it was. Um, 
and they kind of just fell right back into this is a Warriors team that we all you know knew and when they made their run and and whatever a couple of years ago that's that's kind of what we expected so Ja I don't know if he would have changed it, it might have gone to game seven but I, at ultimately I, I had the Warriors winning but I do want to shout out you did talk about that the the rebounding Kevin Looney I mean who saw that coming? 22 rebounds. I mean, I think he had four points and 22 rebounds. He looked absolutely gassed in that game six. But, hey, that's what you need on a championship team, somebody that will, you know, own his role. And all he did was rebound the ball and, I mean, made a big factor in the, in the you know, deciding game. So that's all I got on that. I mean, I, I didn't expect anything less from from the Warriors. I, I had them moving on. but Yeah. No, I, I 100% agree. I think if you ask anybody on the team who the MVP was for game six, even with Clay hooping, as he always does in game sixes, it's got to be Kevon Looney. And I mean, the, the, the guy was dominant on rebounds. And we talked about it a little bit last week, Hoop, about how Brandon Clark in round one saved the Grizzlies multiple times with his offensive rebound. It literally won them that series. The Warriors absolutely eliminated it. They had to start putting Steven Adams back in, try to get a bigger body. Taylor Jenkins was trying everything but they just could not out-rebound the Warriors, who I wouldn't yeah. say are known for their rebounding prowess by any stretch. The, the Warriors are, are a good team. They've been a good team for a long time. But I wouldn't say they're you know known for being absolute beasts on the boards. Kevon Looney made it happen. 22 boards in a game six to send a team home is awesome. It's, it's going to be the Kevon Looney career highlight for sure. So we love to keep ourselves accountable here. So after the first two series – or excuse me, two weeks ago, Andy and I were running a two-man episode and we gave our predictions about what we thought was going to happen in these series. Um, I have my predictions written down and we're going to go back and figure out how close I was with these first two series. We'll do the next two series after we talk about them. So in the Heat Sixers series, uh, the Heat ended up winning in six and my prediction was Heat in six. One for one. Good job. Proud of myself. Thank you. Thank you, gentlemen. I was... uh, I was very that, – that was a good one to see. My reasoning was Joel Embiid will come back. They'll win a couple games. But at the end of the day, the Heat Town will take over. Mm. I feel pretty good about that. And then the Warriors series, I had a little a little bit uh, – met with some criticism from Andy. I had dubs in five. They ended up go, winning in six. I was close. Five was a little aggressive, especially considering they lost by 1,400 in game five. But uh, I, I still got the team right. I was off by a game, though. So we'll say I'm one for two so far. Congrats, JP. Congrats. Thanks, Andy. I, I couldn't find your uh, predictions. I, I, I noticed you didn't write them down. Uh, on what? On that game? On that um, series? Yeah, on both – all the series, actually. Uh, yeah, I think I didn't <laughs> do my homework or something. Oh, that's, that's – <laughs> got lost. Must got deleted. That's crazy. We can always go back and check no. the audio. Oh, nah, it's out there, yeah. buddy boy. You said it. Dude. We could go back. We could we could go find what you no, said. No, 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 no. I think I, no, I had some good predictions. I can't remember if any of them hit or not. Um, I definitely had Bucks winning the series. I believe definitely had Bucks like in six. Uh, I think. Yep, I had Warriors in six. I had Warriors in six. Um, I did, and I don't know about the other ones, but I definitely didn't, didn't have a game seven for any of the games. Yeah, no, you were you were you were accurate. I'll give you a hard time because we forgot to write them down on the doc. But yeah, it was you you were yeah, you say you were off by any stretch. You, the you just missed the, the Bucks one, but shit, that was game seven games. Game seven is a 50-50 flip. That's the most fun part about it. 
Let's fucking hey, dude. Check your phone, Liam. I got you like drinking your scotch. I love I love when, when my phone river. goes off and it's man to man notification. Just just lights go. My heart. <laughs> All right, Andy. I think you got a All trivia right, question for us. Yeah. Oh, let's do some trivia. So, mm-hmm. uh, back on the trivia grind. Um, we got two trivia questions for this week since I've missed twice now in the last you know like two days. All right, let's see. <laughs> trivia question. Um, okay, here we go. Uh, this week's trivia question. Actually, you know what? One second. Lock it in. Lock it in. The Eclipse glasses are on. All right. This week's trivia question. Which player started with the Milwaukee Bucks and then played his final 14 seasons with the Los Angeles Lakers? Now, I know the answer to this question. At least I think I do. But I was wondering in my head if there was anybody else who came even like remotely close to this happening with. And I cannot think of anybody. So I'm going to go with the great, one of the greatest to ever do it, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Hoop, how you, you feeling all right with that? Yeah, I was going to say, uh, I think my first initial thought was Kobe, maybe something stupid with the draft. Um, and then uh, – my other guess that I, I was trying to remember uh, was uh, was it like Sasha Vujicic or somebody like that who got drafted mm. and then just rode rode like the the Lakers like coattails for the rest of his years. That was the other guess I have. But if you're confident with your guess, JP, I'm gonna ride with you because I have no fucking idea. So I believe it's it's Kareem. It, it, I think it has to be. All right, we'll throw that up on social. On our TikTok page at Man to Man, y'all go check it out. Uh, only wrong answers in the comments, but ding, ding, ding! It is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Congrats! Thank you, sir. Thank you Thank if you're you. listening. Um, oh, we got one more. Thank you if you're listening. Uh, and and you had the answer. All right, here we go. This one's <laughs> gonna be a little bit harder. One. I'm gonna put my glasses back on. Sorry, dude. I just took these off. You can't see anything, bro. I just lost like all my two brain cells. All right. This week's trivia question, part two. What are the Dallas Mavericks named after? A short story, a TV show, a novel, or a Broadway musical? That's a good question. I'll let you cook, JP. I feel like you're, you're kind of hot, but I, I got a I got an idea about this. If I if I had to make one, this is a this is a great question because it's very different than questions we usually do. And so I feel like if you would have just asked me this and not given me any multiple choice, Andy, I would have just said like a horse, like I don't, I don't, a maverick. I don't know, a cowboy. So I, I was starting to think in that sense, like, you know, cowboys, westerns, movies or TV. So that would be kind of where I, I lean towards. But then for some reason in my head, Broadway musical, just like, it's just kicking around in there, but I'm going to guess, I think I'm going to go with a TV show. I think I'm going to go movie or I, I, a Western Mavericks, you know, got the West feel. Everybody loves a good Western. I actually don't like Westerns, but there are people out there that love Western movies. Dude, my grandma is a big Western, yeah. Western TV person. And they're the horse, you know, it all fits. So it's got to be a, a, a movie, man, a Western movie. So that's my guess. Okay. 
So I don't even think that was an option, the movie. What would you say? Short story? I'm sorry. Short story, TV show, novel, or Broadway musical. Uh, no. Do you want to go the TV show? Oh, I thought you said movie for novel. Uh, I guess it has to be TV. I mean, yeah, it's got to be a film. So I'm going to go TV. All right. I'll, I'll write. The answer TV. is. Hold on. All right. So both of you guys doing a TV show. All right. That's fair. We'll throw it up on TikTok at Man to Man Podcast. Wrong answers only in the comments. The answer is none of the above. Uh, I'm just fucking with you guys. All right. So the team's name comes from the 1957 through 1962 TV Western Maverick. James Garner, who played the title character in the show, was a member of the original ownership group. Whatever. Fuck that. So a TV Western show called The Maverick. We were we were right on it. You're right on it, Hoop. We had the the right thought process and everything. I like that. The right times, man. The right times, man. My grandma's all on the the western, man. Oh my god, that's cool. I guess. Honestly, though, you know what's a fire western show? Uh, What uh, Westworld? Y'all seen it? True. Yeah, it's like half western though, and then like half not western. So that's the fun part about it. Yeah. Cool. Anybody well, want to uh, do the? Uh, I was say, uh, I mean, I know that's going up on the TikTok. Anything else you want to say, Andy? Nah, no, I'm good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wrong answers only in the comments. Maybe we'll send some awesome. free merch out. Your boy also awesome. sent your boy some merch in case he's asking, bro. I know it's been like a month. You know, got the merch. Out there. I'll make sure. I'll make sure he, he gets that. Now that we got trivia out of the way, we're going to get into the next two playoff series. However, before we do that, I'd like to throw it to a good friend of the program former NBA star Raymond Felton to tell you a little bit about credit karma. And now with the ads all out the way, we'll get into these last few series, including the series that ended just a little while ago. That is Celtics and Bucks with the Boston Celtics winning in seven games. Uh, I will say a couple weeks ago, we made a very big deal about teams possibly ducking to avoid the nets in the first round. Now, the flip side of that was that if you did avoid the duck to avoid the Nuggets in the first round and ended up as the three seed, as the Bucks did, there's no saying they, they did duck to get to that point, but that's what happened. You were going to lose home court advantage in the second round playoff series, most likely. And that's exactly what happened. And do you lose home court uh, advantage for a game seven, which is exactly what happened. And it ended up being a big deal. It's hard to win anywhere on the road in a game seven, especially in Boston, just a raucous crowd. Energy is always high. And in this game seven, in a series that's been really, really tight, all the entire series, including a game six that was awesome, 44 points for Jason Tatum, a 40 and 20-something for Giannis uh, in a loss. The Celtics ended up blowing the Bucks out at home. They, 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 the crowd behind them, it made a big difference, and they, they pulled it out pretty, pretty handily in game seven. Uh, Hoop, what were your, your thoughts on these last few games of the series? And also looking back on it, you know, does it seem a little silly how serious we were like people should be avoiding the Nets when in reality playing the Nets in the first round is what helped the Celtics in this series? What a great question, JP. Yeah, uh, obviously I had the Nets. I I took the Nets to be in the finals. Uh, Obviously that was just a bad take. And then another kind of marinating take about the Celtics is I don't, 
obviously last week I said that everybody's kind of chasing the Bucks. Um, I do want to mention though, the Bucks aren't fully healthy. Chris Middleton's out. Um, I do want to put that on the record, but not take anything away from the Celtics and what they've done because truthfully in this series, I feel like the Celtics pretty much have dominated this series with Bucks snuck away with a three point game, three point win in game two, I believe made a big comeback. And I think it was what, uh, I can check real quick. Uh, no, it's all good. We'll help you out. JP, you got the answer, yeah. right? So they snuck away with a, a another game five win coming back or whatever. Right. And then, right. um, and then obviously tonight, and we saw ourselves just dominate on home court advantage, uh, getting the win into the garden, great place, uh, to, to play basketball in. But I think looking at this series without Chris Middleton, there was no other scoring option besides Giannis, really. You couldn't really rely on anybody to just go get their bucket. Yes, Drew Holiday has the tendency and has the ability to get a bucket whenever he wants sometimes, um, kind of get in the lane and kind of create. But Giannis kind of needs somebody else to lean on in terms of actually scoring the ball. And that's what Chris Middleton brings to that team. You can't rely on fucking Grayson Allen to be that guy for you. Um, right. So – I, I, I don't want to take anything away from the Celtics, but the Bucks, yes, did miss Middleton in this series, kind of facing up against, obviously, Jason Tatum, who is playing lights out right now, kind of rising to the moment. Jalen Brown is kind of that same player for the Celtics that Chris Middleton is for the Bucks, kind of just to fill in. And if they need points, he can do it. So that's kind of where I, like, kind of di- dissecting it after I, you know, listened to a couple of things and then, you know, reading Twitter afterwards, that's kind of where I, I, I leave this series in terms of don't take any credit away from what the Celtics did, but also realize what this series win is. Because if we're making predictions, I don't have the Celtics making it to the finals, if that's what you want me to say. Wow, so, wow. I'll, I'll give it to you, Twiz. I don't know how you feel about this. I know we got some Celtics fans that listen to this. Um yeah, we're talking about the Bucks Celtics series again. Yes. Okay, I'm my fault. I thought we were talking about the Suns Maz for a sec. Um, yeah, I'm. Just, I mean, Grant Williams obviously stepped up when Robert Williams was out. Pretty much the only guy who could guard Giannis. Uh, I just don't think they have enough power. They don't have enough manpower for that team. It's really when you when you talk about the Bucks, you know, obviously. Defending champions and whatnot, sure. But Giannis can't do everything by himself, right, Liam? Like you were saying, Allen's not going to do it. Matthews is not going to do it. You're really only relying on stopping Drew Holiday and Giannis, and that's exactly what the Celtics did. Um, Celtics, I think they could do it. I think they can beat the Heat. Um, Tatum, you know, like you're saying, rise to moment, things like that. But Grant Williams, career high, shout out. Rock and represented the, the Rocky Top Tennessee boys. Um they're catching fire right now. So the matchup between them and the Heat will be a great series. I don't know what it will go to. Prediction probably from me, Celtics and six. Um, they're just on fire right now. We'll see what happens. But I'm sorry. I thought we were talking about the Mavs Suns. Um, that's, all, that's pretty much all I got from it, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you touched on everything I would think to touch on. Uh, one, the one thing that I think showed itself is that when you have a guy like Giannis, who I firmly believe is the best player in the world right now, who – can do a lot of things on the floor. But the best thing he does, especially in the offensive end, is that people have to collapse on him or he scores. 
easily every single time, even with guys, you know, like a Daniel Thice or somebody like that in the paint who are pretty good rim protectors, but Giannis is different. When they collapse, Giannis has gotten so good in his career at dishing out to the shooters and they knocked him down today. And in most of the games they lost, they did not knock them down at the rate they needed to. They shot less than, I think less than 7% from three today. It's never, you're never going to win any games doing that, especially not against a good Boston Celtics team on the road. It, it was a disaster for the Bucks. They already got their ring. They would have liked to get a second one, but th- there will be a new champion in the NBA, which I think is very, very cool. Uh, that's always fun for me. Uh, I, don't, I like dynasties. I like repeats, but have when a little, it's good. This will be now what, four years in a row, I guess, with a new champion. So that, and that's the first time we've seen that in the NBA in a very long time. So that, um, that, that's fun for me. I will say my pre, pre-playoff series prediction, what I was telling anybody who would ask was I thought it was going to be Suns-Bucks again. Obviously not going to be that now. It may not be either of them, depending on what happens and now, basically, when we're with, with tip-off. But, uh, yeah, that, it, it, it's sad to see the Bucks go because I really like this team and I love watching Giannis play. But the Celtics team is young, exciting. Jason Tatum's awesome. Jalen Brown's been a little off recently, but he'll get back into it. And in the Eastern Conference Finals, Versus the Heat, which we'll talk more about next week as that series gets going. Uh, I got the Celtics in seven. Yeah, Celtics in uh, seven, baby. Let's ride with the C's. Now, so the Bucks shot four for thirty-three. I just looked it up, which is twelve percent. Yes, and that's where my kind of conversation with Chris Milton comes in. He's can shoot the three ball. He kind of spreads the floor a little bit more. Brooke Lopez hadn't hit a three all series until today, which is, I mean. He's known to be that kind of pick-and-pop guy, kind of stretch the floor as well. So, yeah, it, it was just a, a big mess from the Bucks in terms of, like, longevity. I felt like the longer this series went on, the, the worse that they got and couldn't really hold on and relied on, on Giannis too much. But to say that the, the Celtics are going to win this next series is absolutely asinine for I you guys. I don't think so. I think, I think they're there for a reason. There's, don't, don't give the ball to Marcus Smart in the last five seconds of the game. This is what we this is exactly what I said last week to JP. This is what the Celtics do though. They're not they've always they I always get, get to I that get point, that. you know what I mean? Of like, yes, we we knew like the Paul Pierce era and and Ray Allen and Kevin Garnett, that group did it, but they were so mature. This team is so young. Like Jason Tatum is still really young. Jalen Brown, very young. Grant Williams, who stepped up yeah. today, very young. Marcus Smart is probably their I would say probably their biggest veteran outside of Al Horford that actually, you know, really can put an imprint on the game. And that's who you're leaning on in certain situations uh, in terms of like veteran leadership. This is what the Celtics, this is exactly what I said last week. This is what the Celtics do. They're not, they're not there yet. Yes, they are a good team, but when you're going up against a team like the Miami Heat that I think are, is the com- best complete team left, you're 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 running up against Jimmy Butler. What are we talking about here? You think Jimmy Butler is just going to fold for for Jason Tatum? Jimmy Butler doesn't give a fuck. He'll lock him up and he'll have ten points a game, and he'll be talking shit on the sideline to him, talking about you. I I I, you, I mean, you can't guard me, and I'm I'm locking you up type of stuff. Come on, what are we talking about here? Come on now. We had we've seen in the entire series <laughs> that at least four guys for the Celtics stepped up in that starting lineup. Al Horford had that crazy big game. We've seen Tatum come with 17 in the first half on multiple games. Brown's been balling. Uh, Grant Williams is there. And in a game seven, primetime game, do or die for the uh, defending champions, held him to 81 points. 
they're there for a reason. So I don't think that I'm not saying they're not there for a reason, but what are we talking but I about? Think, I don't the think Celtics it's crazy are not for them to say that they're going to win the, the series, though. JP, you chime in on this. I don't think it's we're talking about them. we're talking about a veteran-led team by Jimmy Butler, who is the best player on their team against a young team that Jason Tatum could be. I mean, at times we saw him this year and even in this last series kind of just disappear in a point of like we talked about a little bit last week of like in series that we saw in the playoffs this this thus far is like Jason Tatum, just where are you? They need you to step up. Yes, he stepped up, but at the same time, like that's who we're relying on to win a series and in the biggest stage. Jimmy Butler has done this. He's Jimmy done Butler this. Can't shoot a three. But he's done this. He did it. He did it with the 76ers, which we talked about. He did it in the bubble. What are we talking about? Jimmy Butler is that guy. What are we t- put some I, I, respect on that? Not, I'm not saying he's not. I'm just saying Jimmy Butler is in the NBA. He can't make a three-pointer. Yeah. The Heat in the playoffs. Well, Jimmy Butler's actually been shooting the three really, really well since the All-Star break. But uh, the Heat in this playoffs played a beat-up Hawks team. That was oh, here we go. Not very the good. resume. Oh, the easiest row. The e- easiest row. And then a beat-up 76ers team that took them to six games. This Celtics team will be the best team they've played by far. They are coming off a gritty seven-game series, beating the best player in basketball. They have Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Okay, Jimmy Butler versus Jason Tatum. Let's just wash it. I won't give no no win to either side. Jason Tatum, Jimmy Butler. That's a wash. Jalen Brown, Tyler Hero probably is the next best comparison. I'll give it to Jalen Brown just because Tyler Hero he comes off the bench, but he slightly. Then you're going to look at what? Who else are you going to go to? Marcus Smart? What are we talking about? I would say Victor Oladipo is better than Marcus Smart, and he doesn't even play. Uh, I don't agree with that. Marcus Smart is not the guy. What? That's who he you're leading on. He's a player of the year, bro. But he's not the team. That he's not your is. leader. If you're just going to play the point guard, he has to be your leader. All right. Well, what are we putting on this series? We I, this is this is this is the most contentious it's been. We what do if the Celtics win? What do, what do Andy and I get from poop? Do we get what do we what do we think, Andy? What do we want? I'll both. I'll send you both a hundred dollars. How about that? You're going to send both those a hundred dollars if the Celtics win this series. Yes, uh, that's how confident I am. I don't even want anything in return. I'm just that confident that the Celtics aren't winning this series. <laughs> Shit, all right. Well, that doesn't, that. That doesn't make it a good bet at all. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put it out there. That's how. Out of a hundred, I'll rock it. I mean, this is crazy. You guys think the Celtics are going to win that series? They barely won this series with a, a depleted. Yeah, Bucks but team. it was the defending champions, bro. Without Chris Middleton. It doesn't matter, Giannis. Giannis is the best player on the planet. But you, you just you just came out, came off and said you, you can't really you can't rely on Giannis to do everything. I know, bro. I know. <laughs> That's why they lost. Exactly. That's I'm just saying. <laughs> Stopping Giannis is impossible. I like the Celtics team a lot. I like the Celtics team a whole lot. I don't know. I, hey, if it's a think I think if, and nothing for me, this could be the Little Sisters of the Poor, and I would take this bet. I mean, but this is the Boston Celtics. I mean, this, this is, team is really good. And by the way, I know we're saying they're young. Jason Tatum has played in 61 career playoff games. I'm not They've saying been, that they don't get lot. there. But this team has been to an Eastern Conference Finals before, and they've lost. What are we going to say? Yeah. What are we talking about here? They're not – 
They're just yeah, so the heat, and the Heat got lucky going to a bubbles finals. And then they they obviously came back and we see what they're actually about when they're healthy. What are we what are we, what is the conversation talking about? They're the number one team in the Eastern Conference for a reason. They got Jimmy Butler that just doesn't get the respect put on his name like he should, taking multiple teams far into the playoffs with the 76ers. Now the Heat. What do we, I mean, what 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 are we actually talking about here? I guess we'll see. I mean, I it, it might go seven, soaked. but what are we? Th- and then you're going to take a game seven in Miami, and we're not going to, they're not going to tee up, like turn up on this game. What? I could be totally wrong, but you guys are bizarre for saying this. I was going to win that series. That's just bizarre. <laughs> I thought you were all going to be on the Heat. I like the Heat, bro. I, I do like the Heat, but we'll see what happens. Let's keep it moving with this Dallas Suns. Yeah. I really want to talk about the series. I say so. Obviously, we can't talk about what has happened in Game Seven because Game Seven hasn't happened yet due to our timing constraints. But I'll talk about this. We're gonna just listen to both, and we'll whatever happened happen. If the Suns win, the Suns proved they could win a gritty series when not everything was going their way. They beat Luca, who we've we've already talked about. I think is the second best player on the planet right now, and is the best player left in the playoffs with Giannis being eliminated. Mm-hmm. And they did show multiple weaknesses, but it also just proves that it's the playoffs. You've got to be able to show up every single day and win every single game because every team left is really good. If the Mavs win, Luka is is the best player left in the playoffs and is in playing out of his mind, doing everything on the offensive end to drag this Mavs team across the finish line. Um, I think this team gives the Warriors an incredibly difficult matchup just for how well they spread the ball around. And that series would be a hell of a lot of fun to watch. I think the Suns are going to win tonight, but that, that, and that's what I would ride, but I can absolutely see the mass pulling this out. Luca then taking a, a very hot, a very gritty and team since the all-star break to a yep. finals, which would be absolutely yep. insane. Yep. 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 Not happening. Just not, I'm not happening, bro. They're not the better team in this series. Um, home court advantage is crucial in these game sevens. So, JP, you got, and, you got uh, the Suns winning this? That's what you said? I got, I got the Suns winning tonight. Just to... Okay, my fault, my fault. Just for clarification. Okay, we're all on the same page here. Um, so, all right. So, last game, they held the Suns to a season-low 86 points. They worked. They worked them. Um, the home team has won all six games, none with a margin closer than seven points. I will take those numbers uh, and bet on the Suns. Hmm. I don't think I have anything else. I mean, Booker scored 19, shut out from the three-point range in game six, 0-4, shot six of 17. But DeAndre Aiden, guys that are going to step up in their absence, right? 21 points, 11 rebounds. Paul, 13 points. I I still think Suns are the better team. I still have – I mean, I got a future on the Suns winning it all. So I'm going to take Suns, but – I mean, I'll, I'll give it out to to the Mavs for sure, and this is gonna this is gonna come back. It's gonna age very poorly if uh, the Mavs win. But I, I gotta hammer the Suns on this one. I gotta nuke it, man. Gotta nuke it. You guys should nuke it with me, honestly. I would I would Minus say I would, I would say I, I could do that, but this is the exact spot where you you can't take the Suns if you're betting on it. I already took the bet. I have the Mavericks plus the points. You can't not take them when they've gotten to this point. It's kind of almost like the Celtics today. They've gotten to a point where, in my eyes, I didn't think that they would get to, 
So you have to ride with that same team. So that's kind of my thinking. Chris Paul is known to kind of be that, you know, never get into the finals. Uh, we, we know that how good he is, but there's something about, I don't know if he's just cursed or this could be the, you know, the hump to get over and he could retire after this year just because he got there and he's like, All right, I'm done with the NBA because I, I, what else can I do to my resume type of deal? But betting wise, you gotta, you gotta take the Mavericks, but ultimately I think the Suns, I mean, you can't say the Suns shot lose this game shot at home, play, right? Shot a playoff low 40% with 22 turnovers also. That's the most all season in game six for the Suns. I mean, you got to say the Suns win this game at home. That's just that's they, they do win. I think they win. Yeah, for sure. Yep, I like Does it. anybody want to play devil's advocate here? I'll, I do want to talk about the Mavs because I want to talk about what they've done so far and how they've seen success. Spread the ball out. Let Luca cook. Get some guys in foul trouble. Knock down some threes. At home in Game Seven, those things don't like. I guess on the road as the Mavs. Those things don't really happen. The refs are not going to want to get a guy in foul trouble for the home team. You typically shoot worse on the road. All these things are adding up for a Suns victory. But as we talked about a couple weeks ago, Andy, every analyst picked the Suns to win this series on ESPN. All three of us just picked the Suns to win tonight in game seven. Mm -hmm. That would lead me to believe the Mavs are going to win this game. You know, like that, that, uh, that's 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 almost why I'm saying yeah. betting wise, you got to take the They're other side. They're up 10 5 in the first right now. So yeah. a little live update for you guys. Betting yeah, I mean, wise, you have to take the other side. But I mean, you you kind of said it. If if Luca, you're thinking he's the second or first, I would, I guess now would be the, the last player, best player left in this, you know, playoffs um, compared to Giannis who just left. Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't shock me if he just comes out with a 45 piece and, you know, the Luca magic right. is real. Um, right. I don't know if they get past the the Warriors, obviously, but can't count anything else. That, so. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying if the Mavs win, it, it, it won't be as exciting of a Western Conference finals. The Warriors would smoke the Mavs. Interesting. All right. They would sweep them? Yeah. They would probably I, I, I don't know. I, th- I think it'd be like a 4-1, like a gentleman sweep for sure. Yeah. Like, I don't think any – and that's not good for TV, I don't think, either. All right. Well, by the time this airs, none of this will matter anyway. So, let's uh, – mm-hmm. I guess uh, – and we're actually approaching to be out of time. So, before we go, I want to say congratulations to everybody that graduated college these last couple weekends. It's an incredible accomplishment. You should be very proud of what you've done and go conquer the world. Y'all boys got anything else to say? Nah, I ain't got uh, nothing left, um, man. I don't know, man. I thought I had something, but I guess not. You had you had Preds getting swept on our dock here. Yeah, I skipped yeah. over. I didn't watch y'all to have to talk about it, but it, that did happen. 4-0. The only, only NHL first-round series to not be entertaining. I don't even think that happened, bro. Like, I don't even remember that happening. To be I honest. don't even think we made the playoffs, low-key. I think it was just Yeah, like, I don't hey, think mm. it was, yeah. That's crazy. Interesting. All right. I'll, I'll I'll have to check my notes. We'll see what happened. Hey, they say we live uh, in a simulation, so I think that was true. just a, a simulation glitch. You mm-hmm. saw that, but ain't nobody else did. Fair enough. That Fair enough. Happen. That didn't happen. All right. Well, yeah. then, boys. All right, I, yeah. I'm if good. you guys ain't got nothing else, I will dominate these fools out of here. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys, you two, for, 
for being with us. Like it having a, a full pod, but namaste for you guys out there. So namaste. Namaste, gentlemen. Namaste. We'll see y'all next week, baby. Straight hustling